the bloopers. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Alright, man, it's Darren, everybody know me. Know the club. And today we have a special guest from Columbia Records. And I want him to introduce himself, you know, let the world know who you are. How you doing, Aziz Marshid, Senior Vice President, Art Promotion, Columbia Records, New York City. Like, you know, you know, like, I want you to, to explain 
they like the different deals that like record label side artists. Like artists don't realize, you know, they got artist development deals. They got like multiple different type of deals. And like, you know, most artists automatically like they have this thing in their head, like when you get signed now, they just think of a 360 deal. Right. But they don't even know that it's different type of deals you get signed to. Yeah. Well we'll do a quick study on this, we don't have a lot of time, but there's okay. artist development deals which are Maybe the label isn't sure, but they think there's something there, so they, they sign an artist to a, a term and they give them a little money to go and develop, you know? So they get studio time, so they can go learn how to perform, go into rehearsals, um, get with songwriters. And then if something comes out of that, maybe they elevate the deal and then they actually sign it. Um, there's a traditional record deal where there's a, there's a split for the label, there's a split for the artist. The label incurs most of the cost. As part of the deal, the artist pays that back and then they get the back end profit. There's joint ventures where maybe you and I have a record label and then we have an artist and we sign and we split the profits 50-50. We provide the AR, the label provides the marketing. There's the 360 deal that you talked about, which people get confused and we really need a lot of time to talk about that. But the best way to explain the 360 deal is this the label gets to participate in everything you do. But, but the one thing the artists need to realize, the label isn't taking anything from you, the label's earning it. They gave you an opportunity with a record deal, but they also put people around you to help you get a grand sponsorship deal with, with a Coke or a Pepsi, or to put you in movies, or put you on the soundtrack. So it's not just about the label coming in and saying, well, we get a piece of everything. The label is investing in you at a, at a higher level, and in turn, they're gonna participate at a higher level. There's also licensing deals where you license the music to a label for a distribution company for a period of time, and then after a while, you get your master's back. So there's all kinds of deals. There's a book called This Business of Music by Billboard Publications that you should all go and get and read because it gives you the layout of all those kind of contracts. But you know, like most music artists and these fans now are like short, like attention span. Yeah. So like they'll rather hear you say that just now. Yeah. That's a crazy thing. Like like you know, like the music industry kind of changed from via social media streams to from buying CDs. Like, you know, since you've been in the, in the game for a while, I want you to like tell like the difference being working, well, actually working for a record label from like all the way from via, from, and from not having via social media to CD sales to like now streams and everything like that. And so what's the difference? I mean, the biggest thing is just the consumption, right? How we actually consume music, physical product versus stream. Back when CDs were popular, you know, you had CD players, right? Um, it cost a lot more money. You had to manufacture the actual packaging, uh, the insert, right? The artwork, uh, actually producing the CD. So that costs more money. Now with a stream, once you put the metadata into the system, and make sure it all reads on the back end, push the button, and it's global. So, you know, there's this big theory. Like, most independent artists feel like, these record labels got this machine behind like you know I want you to explain about that like like you know like artists just think like soon as you get signed to a label and when label just go just just make you pop. Well listen the record label is there to amplify your voice right? right labels don't make artists we don't make stars we sign stars right and so what the label's job is to do is to help you curate your narrative is to help you amplify your voice and then put it everywhere. The reason that the labels are called the machine because we have 100, 200 people working towards your vision where yours is one 
division. But the talent comes first. You have to continue to do all the things you did to get noticed by the label. And sometimes it takes a while for that. You gotta build leverage. I, I, I speak on that one, you gotta build leverage. Well, I don't think it's even leverage. It's really what you're trying to do is build demand. You, you, you want to build demand and, and you want to do that by building up your own profile, your own portfolio, uh, engagement into the marketplace. Because if you can be the best singer or rapper or musician in the world, but if nobody ever hears you, what's the point? Facts, you know? So I'm going to tell you this. I want to, I want to appreciate you for coming on my show. And I know you know this was like a, this was like very unexpected. So last but not least, Tell everybody, I'm like, what can they find you at on social media, just anywhere, yeah, but if they can reach you. Uh, on social media, I'm Black Ari Gold, B-L-A-C-K-A-R-I-G-O-L-D. Black Ari Gold everywhere. All right, yeah, I want to appreciate you. And like, you are the first person to make me actually get the interview. So thank you for that. And shout out, and y'all be in tune, and y'all need to watch out for this guy right here. Respect, thank you, brother. All right, we done.